Welcome everybody to Daddy No, episode number 50, day number 365 of being a stay-at-home father. That's right, I made it one year of being a stay-at-home father. My daughter's all excited for me. Thank you, sweetie. Yay, one year, daddy's been home with no job. I mean, oh, that's hilarious. Thank you. How you feeling? You like the past year I've been and, home. Do you and, like it? And look, my, gov- my gopher just gave the paper. My, oh, your gopher. He made a gopher at school today. Yeah, and my, my gopher went for paper. This paper. So, <laughs> so today is a very special episode because it's I got crazy kids and it's one year. Since I've uh, been a stay-at-home father, I know I saw it. It isn't the one-year anniversary of Daddy No, though. Daddy No, the first episode was on February 10th, which uh, was my 10th day of being a stay-at-home father. And actually, that first episode, if you've never listened to it, I did it in my cell phone and just one take and then uploaded it. It's only like 18 minutes long. Uploaded it on SoundCloud because I was going nuts and I was just like, I got to do something. By the 10th day, I was going nuts already. And by 365 days, uh, I'm completely insane, and I'm cool with it. Oh, it's nice. I, I like being... This. What is that? What is that? This. Man, so we got a lot of other stuff to talk about besides, stick. of course, it's comedy. Uh, I know. What what happened this past year? What 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 have, what have I accomplished as far as this past year? What have I learned of being a stay-at-home father? Um, and what, 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 what does Daddy know have planned for... For the next 50 episodes, right? Also, uh, talk about the fist competition. For those who don't know what that is, it's a comedy competition, not what you think. Funniest person in South Texas competition. Talk about, uh, we got a new, uh, for the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's Neil Gorsuch. Gor- Neil Gor- I did a little bit of research on him, so either you think he's a great man or he's another racist. That's the only two opinions that I've seen on there. I think racist is a word that people just like throwing around. Everything is racist. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm going to give you an example uh, to later on when uh, some out-of-town comics came to <laughs> came into town. They were out of town. Now they're in town. And uh, they, they're they saying how Bill Burr is a racist, that he's, he's not funny, that he's, we get it, you're a racist. His wife's black. How is he a racist? His new baby is mixed. How is he? I've never seen a racist person marry a black person. I've never seen a white racist do that. So, and I think a lot of these dudes that scream racism for everything have never met a real racist. I've met a real racist. I've met a, I've met Nazis. Calm down. I met KKK members. Why? I live in Texas, and uh, some some. Uh, I make a gun. They, some of them and just look like regular man. people or act like regular people, but their thought process is and, and a lot. It's no it's like, it's political. I it's mean, the racism is very political. And the Patrice O'Neill, they're like, we get it. You hate women. It's not funny. I was like, are you serious? You're gonna talk crap about a dead man? You're gonna talk crap about a dead man? So talk about that. And yeah, that's what our uh, also Berkeley and and Sarah Silverman said that the military should overthrow the government. Which yeah, that'd be great. Good job. Let's start a civil war here in America. Good job, Sarah Silverman. Why do they call her Sarah like I know? Sarah. Mm, Sarah. 
Well, she tweeted that out. That's what she tweeted. But yeah, so that's gonna be our podcast for today, son. What what did you what, did you like, Daddy? No, you like doing the podcast. Yeah. Well, come over here to the mic. We can't hear you on the floor. It's been one. It's been three hundred sixty-five days. Three hundred sixty-five days of Dad being a stay-at-home father. Do you like me staying home? Daddy. Do you like me staying home? Mm-hmm. You do. What do you like about it? I love the cop. This is a cop. Okay, you're talking about your... The... And this is this, this, this a paper. I know that's paper. And this is a paper too. They made a gopher pop out of... Like, what they got is a, a cup at school, and he colored grass around the little Dixie cup, and then he made a little gopher on a popsicle stick, and then the gopher pops up out of the hole. It's like Caddyshack, right? He saw Caddyshack. Well, not the end of it. The end of it... Uh, with the nudity and all that stuff he didn't see. But he saw the beginning of the Caddyshack. Let Carmelo out, please. Thank you. You know, since I already got into it, I'll talk about that. So uh, the comic had said that, and he said that uh, Bill Burr was a racist and Patrice O'Neill had horrible views on women and that they're not funny. That I'm just like, these two dudes are some of the funniest comedians ever. Ever. And you're going to come out here and say Bill Burr is not funny because he's a racist. No, he talks about race. He's not a racist. If he was a racist, people wouldn't think he's funny. But because he uses trigger words, you get upset. You're like, you shouldn't talk about that type of stuff. No, he's a comedian. If you watch his last episode, that, or his last episode, his last special that he just put on the 31st, he put on Netflix. <laughs> he talks uh, a lot about race. He talks a lot about Hitler. And Stalin, and just watch it. Just so I understand what they're, why they get mad. It's trigger words, and I think if you say certain trigger words, you're considered a racist. So it's like content isn't even it doesn't it it, it doesn't or, or not content context is it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't it doesn't matter about context. All that matters is the words you used. That's what matters, which is dumb. Then we can't say anything. We won't be able to say anything at all. You know, and then for Patrice O'Neill, I get it. I understand a lot of stuff he said. Yeah, I mean, I would never say that on stage. I couldn't get away with it. But you know how why he got away with it? Because he was freaking hilarious. That's why. All right. When, if you can make joke, if Daniel Tosh can make jokes about 9/11, if Anthony Jeselnik can make jokes about abortion, why can't? Bill Burr make jokes about race. Why can't Patrice O'Neill make jokes about women? We're all supposed to be equal, right? We're all supposed to be equal. No, but people get outraged, and it pisses me off because it's comedians. Or I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do quotes. Comedians, they're the ones saying this, and maybe I'm just that out of touch because I live in my little bubble here in San Antonio. But you know, it. it you have to. What's up? Oh no, I'll fix it. So I mean, it's just. Look, I. Do you hear what I said? They're 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 saying they're saying Bill Burr's a racist, Isaiah. Did you hear me? They said Bill Burr's a racist, the comedian, and then he said Patrice O'Neill isn't funny because he makes fun of women. So who are we able to make fun of? I guess I'm only able to make fun of white men. That's all I can make fun of. Oh, okay, calm down. White white men. Who are not gay. That's all I can make fun of. Gay, gay. Right? Gay, gay. So I guess uh, 
Or is it is it racist for for people to talk about like if I, okay I'm Mexican descent, right? So if I, I go up there and I'm like man I make fun of Mexicans and I do this then is it racist? I mean I'm not Mexican I'm American but I'm of that descent that's you know what I mean where my people quote unquote came from oh also Spain but <laughs> Mexicans always get mad when you're like oh he thinks he's all badass because he said he's a Spaniard you're not a Spaniard you're from the valley uh, anyway people are like what's the valley I don't get it anyway it just bugged me when 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 they when they said that. I'm like that, that that makes no sense. It, it makes me think you're not a comedian. That's what it really makes me think. It makes me think you're not people. You just want to be. Look, he's a that per that. Oh, I'm a good person, and I say good things, and everybody's equal, and I'm very tolerant person. Unless you say something that I can't tolerate, then I'm not a tolerant person. If you go against my views, then I'm not a tolerant person. Just like the whole thing with Berkey, Ber- Berkey, Berkeley. Uh, that the guy who got banned from Twitter, Milo, the the gay right wing conservative dude, um, they had they were freaking like basically rioting at Berkeley. That's what they were doing. It wasn't it, at first it was a peaceful protest, but then they started burning stuff and going crazy because this dude. You know how you how you get that just gives him more ammo for his side because the two sides are never going to agree. What you do is you ignore them. You ignore that person, you don't go, you don't talk about it, because that's the only way to defeat, uh, if you feel that what they're saying is complete ignorance or whatever, that, that's, that's how, because what he's doing is a college tour against free speech zones, which is just people who don't want to be, listen, I don't, it's, it's really, I don't want to feel awkward, and I don't want you to say these things, because it makes me feel like, uh, you know, your microaggressions or whatever words you want to use, right? And then I don't think any of the people who do that are, are, uh, are bad people. They, they're, they're good people and they want, but it's taking it to a point where it's just a swinging of a pendulum. You know what I mean? At one point, you had people saying horrible stuff like, like what Andrew Dice Clay used to say on stage. It was just like, yeah, we don't have homosexuals in New Jersey. Why? Because you hang them from the rest. He was a funny dude, but it was messed up stuff he was saying. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, uh, and, and I'm in no way defending what Andrew Dice said at all. I mean, but at the time, you could say stuff like that. If you try to say stuff like that now, you'll get hung. You're not, you're not gonna get, uh, or you'll be president. You're not because <laughs> he said to grab him in the whatever. My point being is just. Uh, both sides have a point. We do need to be more inclusive. We not we need to not look at each other like, oh, you're uh, you're 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 Hispanic, so obviously you're like this, and you're black, so you're obviously you're like this, or even you're a white dude, you're obviously a racist and love Trump. Like that's, and and a lot of them too. It's they have it's it's the fact of being outraged. Like I love being outraged at something else. Like I have nothing in my life that I can be outraged for. So I have to find some type of out, somebody else, some other demographic of people to be outraged for so I'm looked upon as a good person. But that's not, that doesn't mean you're a good person. That just means you, it's a, it's a way to call attention to yourself. You know what I mean? It's a way to say, look how disenfranchised this, these people are and I'm a good person because I'm helping these people. Which... And sometimes, yeah, if you, you know what I mean? Million Man March, you know, you had uh, the civil rights. Yes, of course. But now it's taking it to another level. 
and when they scream racism for everything, that really like certain things that they say are racist are not like when they call Bill Burr a racist because he uses certain words or he talks about racism. That's not racism. That's bringing up racism. That's making fun of racism. All right, being meeting a racist is when somebody, for example, being called a spick to his face. That happened to me. You know what I mean? Being kicked out of a party because I was Hispanic or Latino and they didn't like that. At first they didn't say it. When I went to school, this is in college. This is in college. And I'm going to Texas State, which is 90% white pretty much. I don't know if that's 90, maybe it's 80%, whatever it is, right? I remember walking into a party and they stopped me and said, hey, no townies, which means no local people is what they're trying to say. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm not a townie. I go to college here. And the two dudes are like, no, you don't. And so I show them my college ID. I was like, yeah, I do. I was invited by so-and-so, a girl that was there, right? And they're like, nah, man, you can't come in here. And I was just like, uh, okay, why? And then I looked around, and it was like a good old boy, you know, a bunch of white dudes. And they're like, nah, you, you just can't. You can't come in here, dude, all right? You might not be a townie, but you can't come in here. I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And some of you be like, that's not racism. No, to think, oh, he must be a townie because he's Hispanic, then there was a, that, that, that is racism. Oh, here's another, going to college parties. I went to a white fraternity party, another one, real cool dudes. Cops showed up, they started screaming, chanting, F the cops. They didn't say F the cops, they're saying something, F the cops, F the cops. What happened to those guys? They just got, everybody got separated, everybody went home, they busted the kegs. That's what happened. What happened at Hispanic party, Latino party, some people got arrested when, uh, at our party. Some people got arrested, some people got tickets, and they busted it. So that was different. And then I went to an Omega party. People got maced, people got tased, when they're, and they didn't scream at the cops, they just didn't disperse as quickly as possible. That's what happened. So, I mean, that is racism. The other stuff where you, you know, say certain words or you do a funny accent, you know, it, within context. If it's a hacky joke and you do a horrible accent, it's not funny. But if it's a really well-constructed joke and you said something that out of context sounds racist but in context it's hilarious, then yes, you can definitely do that. I hope that racism rant went somewhere for you. Other people are like, I tuned out because your kids are yelling in the back. My daughter's on a tricycle right now. Thank God she's not standing on it. That's what she likes to do. She likes to balance on on on, uh, on tricycles and stuff like that. And my son's playing. He made a snowman at school. Hey, come talk about your snowman. He made a snowman. But they used kitty litter to fill the snowman. It's a sock. It's a sock he did, and they filled it with kitty litter. So it has, like, it, I thought it was just, like, beads or something. That's kitty. You know this right here? That's where cats poop. Cats poop in this stuff. Not, it's not cat poop. Smell it. See, it's not cat poop. But <laughs> does it smell good? Oh, no. The snowman's head came off. So what did you learn this past year? We started the podcast. I see it. When you were three, you're four and a half now. You know, it's been a year. What have you, what have you learned from this podcast, Isaiah? Seven days. He's, you learned seven days? What? Come talk to us. Come on. All right, man, that's fine, whatever. That's fine, whatever. Now, this past year doing the podcast, man, I or the past year being a stay-at-home father, well, don't, you can't reach the pedals. That's why 
I'm sorry, your feet aren't long enough. Your legs aren't long enough, Zozo. She's crying because she can't reach the pedals on the tricycle. Well, use the choo-choo train to get around. Don't use the bike, use the choo-choo train. Can you do that? That's pretty smart for one trying to ride a tricycle. I mean, she's only like one in two months, so 14 months. I think that's the proper math, 12 plus two, right? Yeah, 14 months. All right, thank you. So this past year, make man. Hey, calm down. Make my snowman better. How am I supposed to make your snowman better? Oh, okay. Well, you do. You're the one who made the snowman. Yo. Oh, I'm going to go get my daughter. Hey, you keep yelling in the back and we're trying to do a podcast. If you want to be a part of the podcast, you can. But don't be yelling in the back all the time. Thank you, ma'am. Mwah. Love you. <sighs> so this past year being a stay-at-home father, I got closer to my son. Before I started the podcast, I spent a total of three Saturdays or 10 Saturdays in three years, my wife told me. She was, because I was selling cars or, or selling cell phones. I was always doing a job where I worked a lot of hours. And I, there were some days I'd leave in the morning and he'd be asleep and I'd come home at night and he'd be asleep. I lived with my son and I wouldn't see him for two or three days because he was asleep when I got home or when I left. And I was like, there, there has to be something that changes. I can't, I can't do this anymore, right? So uh, so my car quit my job and had my wife work a full-time, part-time job. That seemed to have done it. But I've gotten, close, I've gotten closer with him. And this year, you know how everybody makes New Year resolutions. My only resolution this year was to help my son, you know, and whatever he needs help with as far as, you know, the potty issue, behavioral issues, whatever it is, that's my goal. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't matter if I have a great life. Or I achieve my goals because if my son can't get past this first, you know, whatever, which he will, but if it continues when he's older, where he has different issues, it's I wouldn't be able to enjoy anything. You know what I mean? Versus I help him out, and we we get past that, and he gets better, you know, in 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 the behavioral issues and stuff. And I don't achieve my goals. That sucks that I didn't achieve my goals. But I can live a happy life. I can live a fulfilled life. Well, I won't live a fulfilled life. I'll live a happy life. Versus the other... No. I'll live a fulfilled life, not necessarily the happiest life because I didn't achieve the goals that I wanted. But the only way you fail the goals is when you stop trying. Because if you keep... like It's like... I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was Jim Rohn. But uh, about... When did you... When do you... When do you tell a, a baby to stop trying to walk? Whenever. They just keep walking until they walk. No TV today. Uh, no. I, I but but I know you did good today, but you got to do good tomorrow, and then we'll go watch uh, that movie that Mom said. Remember? What? Yeah, the movie. The the the, the if if he's good again, my wife said okay. she'll get him to go watch a a, a movie. Hey, I got a big day. I know you had a good day. I got a big one. You had a big day. Uh -huh. Why why did you have a big day? Because because I got a little bit. You were a little bit bad? Uh-huh. You can't be a little bit bad. You got to be good all the time, son. I did. You did what? Come sit over here with me. Sit on my lap. It's huge. Sit on my lap. Bring your, bring your little couch over here. And then have so sister you can sit there and you can sit on my lap. So that's my, that's my whole goal this year. Spending time with my daughter. I got to spend my daughter's first year of her life. I was with her almost all of it. 
which is great for me. Like that's, I'm not saying like, well, at least one kid won't be messed up. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey, her foot, her foot. Watch out. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. But me and my daughter have, I mean, my son have a very strong connection, but it's good that I have one with my daughter now. And that she's, uh, my son's a mama's boy. Uh, I'll say my, my daughter's a daddy's girl. Definitely a daddy's girl. I mean, she gives me attitude every once in a while, but you know. What kids don't give you attitude? I mean, I know she's only one, but yeah. You gonna sit on my lap? Sit on my lap. I'm talking about this this past year of being a stay-at-home father. So what did you like about me being a stay-at-home father? You like that we watch TV? Uh -huh. What else did you like? Like, like good movies. You like watching good movies. What do you like about hanging out with dad? I like hanging out with dad. Why? Don't do that because then it picks the mic picks it up. What What do you like hanging out with me about? Because remember before when I sold cars, did you see me? Huh? Son, I'm talking to you. When you sold cars, did you, when I sold cars, did you see me a lot? Mm-hmm. No? Yes. You did? When? Uh, you take me there. I know I took you there, but we you we didn't spend a lot of time together, right? And now, well, they you have to you have to use words. Don't shake your head because people can't see what you're doing. Don't don't do that. It makes too much noise. Here, you can use your your snowman on there. Yeah, yeah. Also, this year did my first sketch show. Did web a web series on Funny or Die. I headlined a theater. Uh, I featured at the clubs. Uh, I started lifting weights. So, but then I also look back and it's like, dang, there's a lot of things that I didn't do that I felt like I should have, you know, like, um, well, just a bunch of personal stuff that I wanted to achieve. I mean, because I could have like three or four days where I stop, where I felt like I achieved a lot, and then like two or three days where I felt like I didn't do anything, you know. And I guess that's, and I'd chuck it up to like, oh, I'm a comedian, so. You know, we're we're notoriously lazy, <laughs> which is horrible. That's that's not not all comedians are lazy. But hey, don't touch the mic. I want that. No, don't touch the mic. You can't touch the mic. Calm down. I did. I did. Ah, you can't touch the mic. I live in the sun. Ah, hey, so you're uh, moving on. Your dad is gonna be doing I got the real funniest lab. person. I got the real lab. Okay. Funniest person in South Texas for like the sixth or seventh time in a row. That's right. So what it is, it's eight rounds, 12 comments. They already had the first round. And then after that, you got two playoff. Either the first place goes to the semifinals. So you'll have eight semifinalists. And then three people from each round go to one of the playoff rounds. And then from the playoff rounds, if you're not in the semifinals, from the playoff rounds... The best two from each playoff round move on to the semifinals. In the semifinals, there's 12 comedians. They all do six minutes. From there, they pick the top six, and then they do 12 minutes. They used to not have it like that, but what happened is one year, the year I won third, the person who won, she didn't have uh, a feature set. They booked her as a feature, but she didn't have that much time. So they want to kind of see now if you have that much time. And... There's been years where I take it real serious, where I'm like, I have to win. I have, and then there's years I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I don't even think I'm gonna do it. I don't even think. I mean, I've I've been to the finals, semifinals. I I got third. I didn't I didn't win third. I hate it when people would say that. This next guy won third place in Funniest in South Texas. No, you don't win third. You get third. The only one you win is first. 
So, oh, I won second. No, you didn't win second. You got second. You lost still. All right? There's only one winner. Then there's second and third place. Second and third place, you just get something. First place, that's like saying, man, I won eighth place. You didn't win eighth place. You got eighth place. That always bugs the hell out of me. That's why I never use it as a credit. Even if I won the competition, I don't think I would use it as a credit unless it was locally. Because everybody else would be like, what? What, is, what does that even mean? Isaiah, you, you psyched about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl Sunday. Atlanta Hawks versus New England Patriots. Huh? Yeah. If, it feels like New England Patriots versus Atlanta is like all lives matter versus black lives matter, doesn't it? <laughs> We're finally going to find out who wins. If it's all lives matter with New England, or that is a goal for, or Black Lives Matter with Atlanta. Who wins? Who's going to win it? And they always say, if you, oh, if you, if you don't like New England, then you're not a patriot. You're not. Oh, that's a horrible joke. That's <laughs> so corny. Uh, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Hey, so uh, Sarah Silverman just got out of the hospital, so... Uh, I was gonna say congrats to her, but uh, yeah, she 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 was really sick. But uh, she tweeted out that uh, the that the government should over or the military should overthrow the government should overthrow the president. Wow, that's like civil war. I mean, I've never heard a couple people. I think uh, Rosie O'Donnell said that. You know, a few comedians have said that, and I understand people hate Trump. I'm not a fan of Trump at all. At all but to do that do you know, that would start a civil war are you serious i got children i can't have no civil war imagine that son and, and you know texas would be one of those states that'd be like oh really you want to do that we're seceding i have to live in texas i don't want to secede i don't want to do that at all <laughs> don't don't be talking about well you can talk about it just i hope nothing like that ever happens just wait four years and then we'll get somebody else who's not a Reality star. What are you doing? Well, you can't pick that up. It's too heavy. You're a baby. She has no concept of what heavy or light is. So she tries to pick everything up. I was really surprised. She picked my wife's backpack up and put that on. And I thought she was going to walk out with it. But then she leaned back and fell over. She's a strong little baby. Right, Zozo? You a strong little baby? Yeah. Stop. Stop. Relax. Thank you, sir. So, one year being a stay-at-home father. Pretty much one year of Daddy No Podcast. February 10th will be the one-year anniversary for Daddy No Podcast. But, man, I thank all you guys for, for listening to this horse crap. I don't know what else to call it. It's just uh, a dude who's at home with kids and doesn't want to go crazy. So, he talks about the comedy he does at night and raising children while he... Just watches them. What's wrong? What is wrong with you? Hey, where's she? No. Again, trying to lift. You can't lift that, mama. Jeez. Just trying to lift a basket that has to, with stuff in it, it has to weigh these 25 pounds. That weighs almost as much as you do. I know you think you can deadlift that. And she was funny because she, ever since she started walking, she walks like a bodybuilder. Like she walks with her arms out like she had just done like four sets of bench press. I yeah, I got you. <sighs> so not this not not uh this week, but next week 
Uh, I will be at the Improv Comedy Club featuring for Tom Simmons, very funny dude. Um, and then the week after, I'll be at the Improv Comedy Club again. But that time, I'll be opening up for, on Valentine's Day, Rick Gutierrez. And uh, the rest of the week, DC Benny, which I'm excited for. I remember that watching that dude on uh, a bunch of different... Uh, not not the, the Apollo. That was the first time I saw him. Dude's hilarious. So I'm excited about work. I'm excited about working with Tom Simmons, too. I've never worked with him. But uh, DC Benny is well hosting for him. Uh, and then after that, in March, I'll be in uh, Houston Improv with Bobby Lee. So... If you guys aren't doing anything, want to check out the shows, hit me up. Um, if you want, maybe on a Sunday, I can get you you know, a couple free tickets, put you on the list. February 22nd, I'm on the fifth round at Laugh Out Loud for Funniest Person in South Texas. So if you want to be on that guest list, let me know for my 23, 24 listeners. Oh, we thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you. I mean, it, it, it grows, and then all of a sudden, it'll, it'll go down and listens, and then it'll go back up and listen. And I think that's because I say stuff that people don't agree with, which, I mean, I'm, I don't have any sponsors right now, so I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say, right? I don't think it's that. It's not. Hey, yo, let her, just play with her. Relax. No. Yes. Hey. Zoe's being crazy, but you're the one doing the underbite and the really aggressive voice. Why don't you calm down there, buddy? Why don't you relax a little bit? She doesn't even flinch when he does that. She just looks at him like, what? What are you going to do about it, huh? What are you going to do about it? Hey, well, move it. Don't, don't let her play with it. Move it then. Let her go. Now, don't move her. Move that. Move the choo-choo. She's going to go play with it. I'm telling you, she's going to go play with it. You Don't tell her to shoo. Hey, come here. Come here. Man, she's tough. He's like telling her to shoo and pushing her. Come over here. Come say bye to everybody. Stop. Let her go, bro. Oh, I got to go get these kids, man. Uh, check us out. Check me out also on MGB Podcast. That's me, George, and Blair. I'm on that podcast a lot. That's on no, iTunes and Podomatic. No, no. Hey, calm down. Come here, mamas. Come here. On Podomatic. Uh, every Saturday at the Blind Tiger, Off the Cuff, which is improvised stand-up com- comedy, right? Uh, last one we had was Trippin' Balls, which was, yeah, it's about psychedelics and stuff. It was a fun show. And then Midnight, we have uh, the Midnight Show at the Blind Tiger. Go, You go tell him, Mama. Midnight Show at the Blind Tiger. And then uh, also sketches that I'm going to be doing with MGB Podcast. I don't know if it's going to be April or May, but we're going to do another sketch show. That was fun, man. That was real fun. Go over there with Daddy. Hey, relax. All right, come say bye. I did. No, you didn't. You just said bye real quick. Say bye. Daddy no podcast. Bye, Daddy no podcast. Fuck us. Thanks, son. Appreciate it. One year being a stay-at-home father, man. And here's to another year being a stay-at-home father. Woo! I'm going to go at least one more year being a stay-at-home father. Another 50 episodes. And uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll have 50 listeners by then. Huh? Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Catch you all next week. Deuce.